0: Boom boom This episode are Vernon, Florida by Errol Morris and Rosewood by John Singleton. In his documentary film, Errol Morris interviews the interesting residents of Vernon against the backdrop of a rural 1980s Florida town. In Rosewood, John Singleton depicts the racially motivated 1923 massacre in which a mob of white residents from the neighboring town of Sumner raided and completely destroyed Rosewood, a predominantly black town. Our returning guest is Caroline Nickerson. She majored in history at the University of Florida, where her coursework included Florida history. Now here's our host, Sam.
1: How do these films represent rural Florida to you?
0: Well, I think Rosewood shows the erasure of a community. So, I mean, the people, the African-Americans were erased from Levy County. So now um, the community of Rosewood is no more, while the city of Sumner, where um, the white people lived, still stands. And you see that in Vernon. Um, it's a very homogenous community that's depicted. Um, it's very elderly. Um, it's The main people interviewed are white men. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Right. So I think that these two movies paired together show rural Florida's transition.
1: Right, and they are not two tales of the same coin, but they're very much, they are components to the Florida story in its totality. So let's get to something they have in common, landscape. The landscape in both films, the flora and fauna are characteristically Floridian. How does this help shape your view of rural Florida in these pictures?
0: I mean, I think they're beautiful. I, watching Vernon, I wanted to go back to Marjorie Canan Rawlings Historic State Park where I interned. Um, I think rural Florida is very peaceful. Um, I like In terms of the creeks, in terms of the... Um, I think Florida's colors, it's very green mm-hmm. as opposed to many other states. Um, because of our aquifer, we have a lot more water and I think you see that in both movies with the depictions of the creeks, even in inland counties that aren't on the coast. Um, so, uh, and also I think, uh, at the beginning of Rosewood, they do a good job of showing what rural Florida can be in terms of a place of like peace, prosperity, and joy. Cause really everything a person needs can be there. Like you can farm and you can subside on the gifts that rural Florida can give you.
1: Vernon presents a different side of that kind of life you can live where Florida provides for you, but it's through a homogenous white town in the 1970s. Did you feel yourself watching them as a pair, did you see the characters of each movie kind of talking to each other in a, in an odd sort of dynamic?
0: Well, I think Vernon's interesting because you have to watch it for what's not there. Um, and it's not an overt narrative, but you see that what the director chooses to spotlight our interviews with elderly light men. A white woman only appears once in the film, and she's still with her husband who talks over her. Um, <laughs> and these men uh, also, they have very uh, almost violent hobbies. Uh, one man, he is a turkey hunter, and that is his passion. He has turkey feet all over his walls. He loves
1: those turkeys.
0: Yeah, and he loves killing them. He says it's in his blood. You just got to kill them. Another man... Uh, described in detail the suicide of someone they knew i i and one man talks about uh killing the possums and the gopher turtles uh in the area even if he doesn't kill them himself Mm -hmm. so i think it shows that these men have a peaceful existence but a violent existence somewhat Um, and they do coexist with nature and they take things from nature um, and also, uh, I, I know you're probably going to get into it, but the subtle racism we see in Vernon, it's very slight. Mostly it's just by admission because the town's homogenous. But one man um, says, oh, well, what, maybe one day there'll be other planets for all the different groups, a planet for the Russians, a planet for the Irish, and a planet for the colored people, too. That's, yeah. He, he very much wants a separation.
1: Right. He, he just views it as something so natural he doesn't even second guess it.
0: Yeah, well, it's and it's also it's what he sees as the natural way of things.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think the director of Vernon, Errol Morris, do you think by showing the quiet inhabitants with quiet, violent, racist and racist backgrounds that he is in any way belittling this kind of aspect of Florida identity, or just kind of showing it in its reality?
0: I don't know if he necessarily intended to belittle it. Um, I think he wanted to do an honest portrait. And I mean, you do connect to the characters. It almost feels like you're spending the day with them, right. like they're your friends. Um, and some of the old men are really cute. I mean, I see them and I think, oh, that's my great uncle. Or, oh, uh, I know an old man like that. We all know an old man like that. Right. Uh, so I think, he's just, I think he's just trying to be honest.
1: Right. And, and, it, and it comes across that way. Now, let's compare that to Singleton's film, Rosewood. He very much shines a spotlight on uh, the racial violence. Do you think this is a, a powerful technique to kind of force this in our face, or do you think it's kind of overwhelming?
0: I think it, it's very powerful. Um, the movie, it just, uh, I had to, I kept pacing. It, um, it really uh, evoked an intense reaction from me. I think it's important. I want every single Floridian student to see it. right. Though I don't necessarily agree with all the movie's narrative choices, I think <laughs> uh, some of the characters were superfluous.
1: It's 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 very Hollywood kind of feel to the script.
0: Yeah, it's like Django Unchained, um, but earlier and placed in history uh, more directly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I I mean, to an extent, people will respond to that. Um, Yeah, so I don't agree with, like, necessarily every narrative choice or all the insertions into the historical narrative that John Singleton made. Mm -hmm. But I still think it's a great film um, just because of the subject matter.
1: Right. And in both films, we see from the perspective of an outsider. Do you think that this perspective really kind of is meant to give us a, a glimpse or a window into Florida?
0: Both. I think we start as outsiders, but then we're incorporated in, especially with Vernon, because we're lulled in. It's almost like a sense of routine. We keep on coming back to the same characters. And Um,
1: and you get to know your neighbors. Yeah.
0: And with Rosewood, I think John Singleton uh, very much makes us care for the African-American community before it's decimated. He spends a significant amount of time just showing how happy the people are. He depicts a party. He makes us um, feel sympathy for the members of the different of the families there, um, become invested in them. So I think he takes us from outsider to, in both films, we're taken from outsider to insider very quickly.
1: That's, that's an interesting characteristic because both the directors, um, Singleton and Morris do not have any real connection to Florida. So do you think this shows through their direction and that kind of perspective, which you just described?
0: I think Singleton, especially, uh, it shows that he doesn't really have a connection to Florida because, um, he is coming at it with the Hollywood-esque trappings in terms of the character of Man, especially. Uh-huh. And I actually I did my own research on the film after we saw it, and in terms, Mr. Man was a historic character, but that was originally Sylvester Carrier. The residents of Rosewood called him Man, so I, I almost uh. I almost feel like uh, an actual a, a Floridian may have had more reverence for the history and the source material. And wouldn't have added so much to it. But I understand why he did it. It is a story, like it's a superhero narrative of man. So it's definitely something that audiences would respond to. With Errol Morris, I think that to a certain extent, he's just sitting and watching. Like you can tell that he just sat there and listened for a really long time to these old men ramble. And I think that's definitely an outsider. Uh, I know when I'm uncomfortable, I just sit there and listen. Um, when you're a visitor in someone's home, you sit there and listen. So I think that's how he reveals his outsider status.
1: And I think through that, he, Morris really acclimates you to this kind of sit around a porch and just tell a story or go on a river and relax and talk and he, listen to old men ramble, as you said.
0: These ridiculous yarns they're, they're telling, um, one man talking about the the different brain stems that he had, uh, how he could write cat shit with one hand and dog shit with the other hand. Uh, that's definitely um, some old man <laughs> dementia and action. I oh, think. man, there
1: was so much old man in there.
0: Well, and um, I think that makes it even more powerful when he included, um, for example, one old man talking about, a like, he goes from speaking about God very movingly to yeah. speaking about a lynching. Uh, how he wants someone tarred and feathered and run da- run out of town, and how he think that's that's a good thing uh that's uh that really struck me. I think that was a and it's near the end of the film, so I think that's a very poignant narrative choice
1: that comes within the span of about two or three minutes, so you don't really have time to to see it coming in a way.
0: Yeah, it's hard to process. You think it's just like a scene like any other in the movie where a man uh, just speaks about his thoughts, um, his relatively benign thoughts, and then it mer- moves in the territory that is less peaceful than the rest of the movie would depict.
1: Mm-hmm. We have a documentary and we have a historical fiction, two different narratives which, uh, which claim to give us truth. How do you feel like the two films did in that regard?
0: Uh, I think they both communicated an impression of the state and its people. I mean, Rosewood, it's very much a film that wants to confront people with an ugly past. Um, it's a memorial to what was lost when the community of Rosewood like was lost. a beautiful place um, where these people were pro- where these African American people were prospering. So I think um, Rosewood, the movie, is combating the erasure of the people of Rosewood from Levy County. Those men in the 1970s in Vernon, Florida, could have been little boys in the lynch mob at Rosewood.
1: That's something John Singleton doesn't shy away from in his film. You know, we don't know exact details about these Rosewood lynchings, but he shows how the entire community and young boys are pulled into this cycle of of racial violence.
0: Yeah, I mean, in Florida, it's a well-documented fact that lynchings were public events um, for the white communities that... People would have picnics, that they would take pictures, um, that they would cut off people's body parts and save them.
1: Which which Singleton shows, too.
0: Yeah, he makes a point of um, showing a white mom excitedly saying, look, they got him to her son.
1: Right, and the boy just shying away in fear.
0: This is a reality um, that's reflected in Vernon as well, especially um, with the man by the creek talking about how great he thinks it would be if someone was tarred and feathered. He said, look, they got him. How great would that be? So I think with that, it's the idea of a spectacle. Right. um, A a spectacle of hate that's very entertaining for people in a place where not much happens.
1: But it's almost an almost embedded sort of Hate, which I'm getting from both the directors.
0: Well, I think Singleton does a really good job of showing this. And this is what sets Rosewood apart and makes it an important movie. Over and over again, he makes a point of showing that hate is taught, especially with the most repugnant father in the film continually teaching his son to do hateful things. Like He makes his son look into a pit of people where there are babies, dead babies inside and where he brings his son along to participate in these activities. It's very much like a pattern that people repeat.
1: I think one thing Singleton does extremely well is tying together all the forces or factors in racial violence against Blacks in in the South. You see a lot of the emasculation of the white male. You see a lot of economic hardships that are coming with the times. And I think that he gets at more truth through these things by including these details in any factual de- depiction of of the events of Rosewood.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think the same thing happens in Vernon in terms of showing uh, the simplicity of people's lives and what makes them excited. Uh, something that emerged to me in Vernon was the centrality of God and um, the movie. Yeah, uh, because people continually bring God up. Church seems uh, the church scene is very memorable. Um, with the sermon
1: therefore yeah one of the greatest scenes i think i've ever seen
0: yeah um and not because necessarily because we're laughing at him but uh it's just the enthusiasm with which he delivers it it's just something to watch
1: right and like the cadence of every time he says the word therefore
0: yeah uh it's very much and i you see that too in rosewood and i think there god is meant to show hypocrisy because, for example, there is a baptism uh, going on in the white community, and then the white men leave to go participate in their lynch mob. Right. Whereas in Vernon, the religious faith seems more sincere, though you still see it um, undermined by hate when the elderly man by the creek goes from speaking about God to speaking about tarring and feathering. someone, right. Yeah.
1: That, that, that is a wild scene. Yeah. What kind of pacing did you notice in both the films?
0: But in Rosewood, it's more of a thriller, of course. But um, it's very slow at the beginning and on purpose because you become part of the African American community. Mm-hmm. You see uh, a love story develop between Man and Scrappy. You see um, Sylvester Carrier, Sylvester Carrier and his mother, Aunt Sarah. You see them in all their goodness and their bravery, and then it happens very fast, and then it's just a traumatic onslaught that. Almost seems endless. I kept kept on thinking, is it over? Because it it was really it was torturous to watch it. Like not because it was a poorly done film, just because it was hard.
1: Yeah, and it's and it's a long film, about two hours twenty minutes, and half of that is takes place after the 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 mobs start happening.
0: Yeah, I think it's very interesting that he structures it into a half and half structure. The first half makes you care. The second half makes you really endure the ramifications of caring. Um, Right. Right. Whereas with Vernon, um, the whole thing is slow. Right. Uh, And the reason that is, is because he wants you to experience the the pace of rural Florida and the pace of these these people's lives, which are simple.
1: Right. And doing activities that are incredibly methodical and quiet in nature. Turkey hunting, for instance, he spends hours waiting in the forest for sounds of gobbling or tracks or anything.
0: Well, yeah, that's his life. That's his passion. He does that over and over and over again. And you keep on. we keep on going back to the scenes of turkey hunting because he keeps on going back to turkey hunting.
1: He just loves to hunt turkeys. He's, yeah. He's got a whole row of them.
0: It almost reminded... I, I know I'm not supposed to bring the Florida Project up in this, but it reminded right. me of the pacing of the Florida Project, which, though it was fiction, felt like a documentary.
1: It did, right. How. How do you think Morris and Singleton handled the issue of masculinity in both of these settings?
0: Well, I think masculinity um, in both settings is almost defined by violence, even though the violence in Vernon is more pedestrian and directed towards animals. And uh, Rosewood, the white men prove their masculinity by attacking the black men under the guise of defending a white woman who was assaulted. Um, Whereas the black men in Rosewood show their masculinity by protecting their families and um, resisting the white men. So also acting violently, but in self-defense.
1: Right. And in noble means.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, And then with Vernon, uh, the men prove their masculinity by either hunting turkeys or... uh, Doing physical labor, like farming or managing worms, just like I think work in Vernon is almost masculinity, and there are still those violent aspects as well
1: of course what what surprised you the most as a Florida resident as identifying with the Florida landscape? what really surprised you the most about these films
0: um I think the I don't think these film should meet anything I hadn't seen before or didn't know before but it forced me to confront things I may have suppressed it, I, I think there's a cognitive dissonance in loving the people of Florida and being disgusted with their poor traits like with the ugly side of Florida the racism the history of racism in Florida and um, with um, the bleakness of rural life to an extent I mean I think the suicide scene says a lot yeah. I, th- I think there can be a lot of despair in rural Florida. So I think these films force, especially people like me, um, people who have lived rural Florida um, to confront truths they may not want to, but they know are there.
1: A big thank you to Caroline for being on the show. Tune in next week for our fifth and final episode with our good friend, Oscar. This is visceral this